What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Masters of the Cultureverse. I'm your friendly neighborhood blurred, Caleb Edward Edley, here with my co-host, as always, the invincible Clay Stroman. What's up, Clay? Not too much, Caleb. How you doing? Yeah, not not too bad. Been off uh, for the last couple days, so I'm just chilling like a villain. Okay. What have you been up to during this time? So much time to spare. Shit. Okay, that's a lie. No, literally, I've just been like watching YouTube videos and um you've been gaming yeah, right yeah i'm video gaming streaming Playing some cyberpunk play a little bit of cyberpunk played some uh tony hawk played some uh battlefront 2 okay a little okay. bit of everything who are you uh who are you rocking with in battlefront 2 uh count dooku or anakin depending on if i'm light or dark okay count dooku is your like main sith yeah why is that because he's like one on one, he's like top tier, especially with that duelist, uh, the R one L one. His mm-hmm. duelist, uh, I don't know what you call it, specialty, um, can't be beat. Like you, you hit him in like three swipes. Word. Okay. Over Darth Maul, over Kylo Ren, Darth Vader. Yeah. No. Dooku all the way. All right. Count Exquisite Dookie. pajamas. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. Do you have a main Sith? Um. So I have not played Battlefront 2 since the week I got it, which was, what, a couple of years ago, oh, something good. like that, whenever it was like five bucks. Yeah. Um, I was ro- I was rocking with uh, mostly Kylo Ren that week. Hmm. Yeah. He's probably my second. Yeah. I don't was, really use Darth Maul that much. He was pretty fun. Um, Darth Maul, you have to, did you have to like unlock him? He doesn't come just... No, nah, because I got the Celebration Edition or whatever, okay. so... Gotcha. Yeah, so maybe everything. maybe I'm a Kylo Ren guy. Maybe, maybe, and that's okay. That means we could play together, and we don't have to worry about somebody stealing the other person's character. I think we would be able to figure it out either way. Well, sure, but somebody would end up being sad. I think it would be fine. I would just <laughs> let you have Dooku. <laughs> oh well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I would let you have Darth Maul or Kylo Ren, rather. Sorry. Wow. Thanks, dude. Yeah, there was never going to be an issue here. Look at us. Friendship. Look at Friendship. us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Oh, my gosh. What you reading? What you watching? Well, so I'm still in my um, Breaking Bad, Riverdale, New Girl uh, sphere here. Cycle, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm just like jumping back and forth between those. It's like when I'm in different moods, it's, it's one, you know, or the other. Um, I also watched a new Netwell. It's not new, but it's new to me. A Netflix movie, a Netflix Stephen King movie last night. Gerald's Game. Mm-hmm. You heard of that one? What's it called? Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game. I, I feel like it sounds familiar, but I don't know. Refresh my memory. Yeah, so it's about um, it's about a woman and her husband. They mm-hmm. Their marriage is potentially on the rocks. You know, they're up up there in age a little bit, and they go to this, like, cabin, this, like, getaway. Closest neighbor is, like, half a mile off, something like that. Um, and... Basically, they want to like spruce up, I guess, like their sex life, make things a little bit spicier. Mm-hmm. And um, he he chains her to the bed, pair of handcuffs, one on each side. And um, he then has a heart attack and dies. <laughs> and she's stuck <laughs> <Okay>. there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So the movie. And that's basically, the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, the whole movie. I mean, it's obviously from a Stephen King book, but the whole movie is just her um, trying to figure out ways to. I mean, get out of these cuffs, survive. The posts on the bed are supposedly like reinforced. 
so she mm-hmm. can't break them. Um, there's a water, there's a glass of water above her on a shelf that she's able to kind of get to a little bit. Um, and, uh, she makes a straw out of like some paper cause she can't, she can't actually get the cup to her, her face. Like using her feet? No, she, she finds like some paper with her other hand and she just like twirls it with her finger a little bit and then just kind of like throws it across and grabs it. Um, so yeah, the whole movie is her just like trying to basically get out of these cuffs, but she's also going crazy at the same time. So she's okay. seeing, yeah, she, so she's seeing her husband, um, alive. She's seeing herself not on the bed and she's seeing this guy who is like this just ghost, right? That she thinks she's seeing, um, he carries around a box. It has both jewelry and bones in it. And, uh, so you're like, okay, this, this girl is definitely crazy, right? This is all wild. Um, there's a stray dog that comes in and starts eating her husband's body. And I think that's the one that like, kind of, that's the thing that like triggers her to just like lose it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she finally gets out. I'm not going to really say how it, how it ends up. Um, cause it's a decent, that. cause it's a decent movie. I would, well, she gets out in a way. So, so it's a decent movie. I would recommend it. It's a nice watch. I want to say it's less than two hours and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you just like, I mean, it's a Stephen King movie, like for sure. A lot of Stephen King, like themes, a lot of like some supernatural stuff going on really, but not really, um, some like dark family themes. And then at the end, I kind of realized the ghost guy was not actually a ghost at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's all I'll say about it. Pretty good movie, though. <laughs> yeah. All right. Had some had some wine in hand for that one. Just uh, kind of posted up with, uh, with Cora and with Sherry. Just, you know, doing the damn thing. All right. And that's uh, Clay's one-minute review on Gerald's Game. That's probably longer than one minute. Yeah, so is KFC's one minute man, but that's true. Uh, Those are normally like five or six minutes. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Change the name. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure once he when he started doing them, they were probably one minute, but they've gotten progressively longer. And pretty much every single one that comes out, one of the first like top comments, especially on Instagram, is, "Yeah, so much for the one minute man. What's the deal?" Classic. We should start calling him the six minute man. Yeah, well, I mean, because sometimes he just drags on. I'm like. You could have ended this video like three minutes ago. Yeah, within one minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Uh, what about you? What have you been? What have you been uh, getting into in terms well, of media? In terms of media, well, we watched the King of Staten Island, which is that Pete Davidson movie. Haven't seen it. Heard good things. It is really good. It's a great mix of comedy and seriousness. Like Jessica doesn't really like serious movies, like dramas and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But like, this was like a good mix to where like she didn't care because it was funny. And like the the comedy is funny. I mean, he's on fucking SNL, so right. of course it's gonna be funny, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a good mix. Like it's never too funny. It's never too heavy or dramatic. Okay. Great mix. I've said that like five times now. So sounds like it's a pretty solid mix. Yeah. Um, but no, we really liked that. Um, semi autobiographical. So it's, it's kind of cool to see, I guess, kind of what his life would have been like, I guess, if he, uh, didn't get on SNL talks about his dad and stuff. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Um, the dad, the dad is a firefighter, like his real dad, but he doesn't die in nine 11, like his real dad. He dies just in like a regular hotel fire, but he still is dead at the beginning of the movie. Okay. Interesting. Um, 
and you know he's like fucked up from that so he's kind of just like a screw up just like hanging out with some like ruffians and some ruffians really going nowhere in life just hanging out with some rap scallions exactly and then um, bill burr comes in and saves the day where can i stream this hbo max okay and bill burr is in it too cool mm-hmm. and uh marissa tomei okay and directed May. by judd apatow okay sounds solid it is solid. I would give it a, on a scale of one to ten, I would give it a solid seven point eight, probably close, leaning closer to an eight. Okay. Oh, I didn't score Gerald's game. I'm gonna give it a seven point one three. Seven point one three. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like. I like that you always go two decimal places. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you gotta. I mean, I'm all about accuracy. I don't want to just like fudge the numbers. You know. No, it's understandable. And sometimes I do fudge the numbers. So, like, yeah. what are we going to do? What are you going to do? What are we going to do? But, and, yeah, we watched that. And then I've been really nostalgic for a time that I wasn't alive for, um, that being the 80s. I've been listening to uh, this band called The Midnight, and they're like a neo-synth wave. So, like, Dude, 80s synth. That's that's one of me and Clint's, like, favorite, like, recently discovered bands. No shit, I just discovered yeah, them too, like last week. <laughs> okay, so we discovered them maybe like a year ago. So Ah, you beat me. Well, I don't know about a full year, because I was definitely it was definitely after I got to Charlotte and I've been here for like thirteen months. Mm-hmm. So we probably discovered them a little over six months ago, something like that. But when we did, that's like the only it's like the only group that I was listening to for like weeks. Um there's one song, it's called Vampires. Are you familiar with it? Um, I haven't heard that. I've only listened to, uh, kids and, um, monsters. Okay. The albums. Yeah. Um, I want to say vampire is on one of those, but it's a very, it's a very saxophone heavy. Like it's, it's maybe mm-hmm. one of their like biggest, like saxophone beats. Um, yeah. and I would always play it in the shower and Leo now, every time he hears a saxophone, he's like, God damn it, Clay. Like all I think about when I hear a saxophone now is that damn shower song you always play. <laughs> um, but no, that's a great band. They remind me. I feel like it's like Stranger Things vibes. It is, and that leads into my next point about me being nostalgic for a time that I did not live in. I've been uh, wa- rewatching Stranger Things okay. because this is you know very eighties. It's fucking synthesizers. Yep. And I was like, damn, the eighties. What a wonderful time that I wasn't around. We should have let me watch some Stranger Things. Yeah, that well, would be. We wow. should have been. We should have been. In college in the 80s. I'm sure I would have done a lot of cocaine. Oh, yeah. Well, that would be... I mean, that's a given. Um, we would have been doing other things, too. What but just ima- I mean, just imagine going to, like... We don't have, like, rock concerts like that anymore. Like, imagine no, going to see, like, Journey in concert in the 80s. I bet it was wild. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so now yeah, I'm on season two of Stranger Things. Um because of the midnight and I've been listening to that every time I get in the car uh, mm-hmm. before I go to bed I put it on like because I don't um, have the office to watch right now so I just put on music before I go to bed now oh man don't don't remind me of the office I still haven't uh, still haven't purchased it anywhere speaking of purchasing it remember I told you it was $35 it went up I did not I did not jump on it at that moment which we both should have because now it is a hundred bucks it's it's now it's now in gift territory (laughs) yeah before when it was 35 bucks i was like oh yeah i should buy that didn't re i was like finally i was like fuck it i can't take it anymore i need the office i was like i'm gonna buy it now i saw 99.99 i said 
God damn it. We should have been thinking about the, the market more. We should have. Because I, I'm sure it spiked as soon as Netflix <sighs> took it off. Yep. I wonder how much it is like... I haven't looked on like PlayStation Network. Do you think I should be able to buy like the series on PSN? Possibly, but I bet it's the same price everywhere. Because I checked, I checked on Vudu, and then I checked like iTunes, and they're both the same. So it's trash. I know. It's what have we trash done? and tragic. It's a tragic pile of trash. Trashic. Trashic. Um. Thanks for listening to Masters of the Cultureverse, brought to you by me, Caleb Edley, and Clay Stroman. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and YouTube. What up, YouTube? Maybe on YouTube. Who knows? I haven't put the videos up yet. And we'll knows? see if he gets up there. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, One day it's just going to be like a a flood of fucking videos. We're going to flood the market, kind of like um, GameStop. GameStop, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll maybe talk about that later. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Announcements and shouts and questions. Announcements. I, t- I, I stream on, on Twitch, so... Go follow me, please. My my goal for 2021 is to become a Twitch affiliate. So I need 50 followers, and right now I only have four. So follow me, twitch.tv slash nobleprogeny, N-O-B-L-E-P-R-O-G-E-N-Y, no space. Hey, you're well on your way, man. Yeah, I'm, about, I'm only 46 away, you know? Yeah. Only, uh, what, like 80 per, 80, 84% to go. You're a math guy. I don't know. I pulled that number out of my asshole. So I, be- I believe it. At any rate, follow me on Twitch, please. You'll you'll be happy you did. And then we can interact on Twitch. We can talk. We can do whatever. I don't care. We have an email. I I forgot to put it on the the agenda for you, Clay, because I sent the agenda before I checked the email. But um, I think we're gonna save it for the Bachelor because it has something to do with the Bachelor. Um, Who's it from? Uh, it is from our loyal listener, Jessica. Okay. And that's all I'll say about that. What's going on in sports? <laughs> we, only, we only get emails from like one of two people. <laughs> right. And so it's you mostly... could have guessed and had a 50-50 shot. Yeah, I should have should have gave it an educated Jessica. <sighs> Got him. Whatever. Um, What's anyway, going on in sports? There are some sports happening. Um, so, you know, we're getting, it's Super Bowl time. Um, it is. we get the Bucks. And we called the Super Bowl. We did. We got the Bucks. We got the Chiefs. Both of us thought, you know, that was going to be the matchup. I, th- I was hoping that both of those last playoff games, the, I was hoping this whole entire last round was going to be more interesting. It wasn't. I thought the, the Bucks game was more interesting than the Chiefs game. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. But the Bucks, I mean, they handled the game the entire time. Like, they were up the entire game. Um, it ended up being close. It didn't really, like, feel close, mostly because Tom Brady was throwing interceptions all over the place. Yeah, well, they both were. Right. They both were. Um, but luckily, the difference is that the Bucks have just this awesome defense. Their defense is incredible. Um, and every pick that Tom Brady would throw, the defense would bail him out. It's not like Aaron Rodgers would would come down and just like score every single time because the defense mm-hmm. would either stop him or turn him over. Um, I was hoping to see Aaron do, I don't know, some more heroic things here because this might be his last year as a Packer. Um, this is a year where he very well could. I want to say they haven't done MVP yet, but I was talking to I was talking to somebody recently, and they were like, "Yeah, they already gave it to Aaron Rodgers." Did they? I didn't. 
think so they I had have. I had seen some there's some other like association that does that does MVP and they gave mm-hmm. it to Aaron Rodgers, but I want to say it's not like the official MVP. Am I an idiot? Um, I'm looking. Let's see. National Football League Most Valuable Player Award. And we're scrolling down to 2020. Yeah, no, there's no 2020 here. It's 2019 Lamar Jackson. Right, right, right. So, um, so no, they haven't called that yet. But um, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, this year, before this game, he was 48 and five, I want to say 48 touchdowns, five interceptions, something like that. Obviously, mm-hmm. he threw a couple more picks in this game and it, it threw it off a little bit. But that's, I mean, that's the best year of his career. And he's won a Super Bowl. Like, he's been that stud his whole career and this is him just like balling out in maybe his last uh, season as a Packer. And then we have Tom Brady who threw like 40 before that game through, I want to say 40 touchdowns and like 10 picks or something like that, which is still phenomenal and kind of surprising because last year with the Patriots, you know, he kind of was kind of was looking like he was a little bit washed. Like he wasn't even really fantasy relevant last season. Um, but I mean, shit, this Buccaneers team with all those weapons around him, it's just like a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aaron, Aaron should win it. But if we're really going by the person who's the most valuable to their team, it seems pretty clear that that's Tom Brady. Um, kind of like how LeBron doesn't really win MVP, but clearly he is like last year, Giannis won it. But clearly LeBron was the most valuable because Giannis couldn't take his team through the playoffs. LeBron took a team that was just a bunch of losers and won a championship with them in Disney. Well, it's boring if you have the same MVP every year. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been a few years. It's been a good handful of years since LeBron won it. I mean, we've had James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Giannis. Um, Sure. sure. Shit. This year it might be Luka, but I mean, James Harden, KD's back, Giannis, LeBron. LeBron just had a game where he, what did he do? He did like 46, eight and seven, something like that. Um, earlier this week, ridiculous, but anyways, back to football. Um, so now we have Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes, which, you know, a lot of people are saying is essentially like Michael versus LeBron. Um, it's, Mm. you know, it's, it's the goat versus the potential next goat. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, and who do you have winning that? Man, dude, I, okay. So I'm going to pick the Chiefs in this game. I'm going to do it. I think there's a good chance that I'm going to be wrong, but I don't want to pick I don't want to pick Tom Brady. He's already cemented as the GOAT. Um, he's on a team that's as good as he's ever had with the Buccaneers, but I want to see the Chiefs come out here and just like absolutely do it. I want to see Patrick Mahomes go off, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, like I want to see the Chiefs do it. So I'm going to pick the Chiefs with an asterisk because there's a good chance that I'm going to be wrong, and I know that. I'm going to pick the Chiefs with no asterisk because I've been saying it for, I don't know, however long I've been saying it. And we are a house divided because, obviously, Jessica, big New England fan, loves Tom mm-hmm. Brady, wants to see Tom win again. Sure. So she, she she said, you're not going to cheer for Tom? I said, no. No. I like Pat, I like Patrick Mahomes. No, I don't have to cheer I don't, for Tom I, I, Brady. I'm not one of those Tom Brady haters. Like I'll talk shit to her just because it's it's fun for me. But like obviously he's one of one of if not the greatest to ever do it. But I mean I like talking shit. So. Look, look, let's just get it out there. He makes his sons kiss him on the mouth. 
So <laughs> I don't know if he makes them. Well, he at least conditioned them to do it. There you go. Conditioned is better. <laughs> they were classically conditioned to kiss their father on the mouth. Anytime they hear a bell, they just pucker yep. up. They will, their mouths start watering and then they pucker up. <laughs> uh, Brady's. Uh, uh, there's nothing. No good pun. No. I'm not, I'm not a Brady hater either. Um, I know he's the go. I've already said it multiple times in this in this podcast here. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I was raised as a Michigan fan. My family's from Michigan, and he's a Michigan oh, yeah. guy. Sure. So, yeah. I was, I am, well, I was a Patriots hater, and it was partially because of Tom Brady. Now that he's gone, I just think Bill Belichick's an asshole, and the organization is is kind of shady. But they have Cam Newton, well, f- at least for now. Um, so it's hard to hate on them. <laughs> sure. Okay. Which is funny because a lot of people hate Cam Newton. Uh, yeah. Jessica does not, is not a fan of Ken, Cam Newton. Well, he's no Tom Brady. I think if I was a Patriots fan, I would also not be a fan of Cam Newton. I was a Panthers fan and I was, right. am a Panthers fan. Yeah. And what the hell? Like, what are you now? I don't know why. Well, it's cause you said was, and then it just, you know, I hooked on that word. I don't know. It's, Neither here nor there. I am a Panthers fan. Mm-hmm. I still like. I still like Cam. Still don't really like the Patriots. Right. No, me neither. Um, it's nice to see them be bad, but I hate that it's because Cam Newton's their quarterback. Like, mm-hmm. like he's not. I, I don't think he's going to be. He, well, he's definitely not going to be on the Patriots next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, and the Panthers. Um, I mean, Deshaun Watson. He's a free agent right now, and there's a lot of talk about. Not necessarily the Panthers being a front runner, but the Panthers are in the conversation to potentially get him. Mm-hmm. Um, what's tricky about that is that the Panthers are in the bottom five in terms of cap space. I want to say they have like $4 million in cap space, where other mm-hmm. teams have like $50 million and, and stuff like that. Um, that's been the Panthers' issue for years and years and years. So they would have to give up McCaffrey, probably another star player, um, couple like first round draft picks probably to get Deshaun Watson. Um, I thought we were trying to trade up for a third pick. And um... so I, I'm actually fine with where the Panthers are drafting. They're at like eight or nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they were in like the fourth spot and then they won their last game, like a bunch of idiots. Um, th- so they'll either, it, it's going to, it's going to work one of like a few different ways. If they're not going to do anything to get Deshaun Watson, um, then they might try to trade up in the draft. Mm-hmm. Also, Matt Stafford is a free agent. He's probably got a few like solid years left. Teddy Bridgewater is not going to get it done. We've seen that. Um, I want to say he threw like 16 touchdowns this year or something like that compared to Aaron Rodgers. What did I say? Like 46 or 48 or whatever. Yeah. Um, so Teddy, Teddy, not the guy. Matt Stafford, potentially the guy. Deshaun Watson, definitely the guy. So Justin Fields is who I saw they were trying to get. Okay. So another quarterback and I would be, I'd be cool with that. Justin Fields is a stud. Um, I don't really watch college, but I've, I've heard he's really good. Yeah. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is like the main guy, but Justin, Justin Fields. Yeah. I mean, you know him, but Justin Fields is in my opinion, the second best quarterback in college right now. Um, well, we'll but, see what happens. Yeah, but the Panthers could also use like another sick receiver. There are some really good receivers in the draft. The Panthers could really, really, really use a tight end, although I'm not sure that that's a first-round thing. There are a couple of really solid tight ends in the draft, though. Um, 
we'll see how it plays out. But the Super Bowl, I mean, it's it's in well, it's next week. Well, week and a half mm. from now, February seventh. Sure. This my birthday. Oh shit! Crazy, right? Damn, dude. I hope it's Tom a, Brady doesn't ruin your birthday. This is the second time it's happened in the last uh, what seven years? Nice. Well, that checks out. The last of, time it happened is um, when we went to the Super Bowl. Okay. And that was a bad birthday present. That, yeah, it was 2016. I was, I was in a hotel. Yeah, I was talking about that um, Panthers Super Bowl. Because we were. I have a ton of Buffalo Bills fans on my team at work. And mm-hmm. we were talking about, you know, how long it's been since these teams have been to the Super Bowl. And, you know, I, I piped up and said something. And, and they were like, or my, I think it was my boss actually who said it. He was like, yeah, but like the Panthers were just there a few years ago. I was like, yeah, and it turned out to be like one of the shittiest Super Bowls ever. Like, literally, the Panthers didn't stand a chance. Um, they, I mean, they should have. They had a really good team and a great season, but that Denver defense just absolutely demolished them. Von Miller was Cam Newton's father in that game from start to finish, and then Cam didn't jump on the fumble. He was scared. He admitted it. I don't care, bro. This is not practice. This is not. Hey, hey, I'm pre-season. on your side. I'm just saying. I was saying I know, what I'm, he said. I'm, I'm starting to vent now. No, okay, it's fine. It's, it's fine. like what? It's like, in what situation are you going to do that in? If not the Super Bowl, like, this is it right here. This is it. The Mega Bowl. If, That's when you, you do it. Oh shit! The Ultra Bowl. Yeah, the Master Bowl. Yeah. Fuck! I forgot about all those. Those is are the ones a Pokeball in Pokemon. Other than, is there one stronger than a Master Ball? I don't think so, right? There probably is in the newer ones. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm still on the old original shit. As you should be. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Super Bowl's coming up. We'll be watching that. We'll be talking about that. We're both picking the Chiefs. We both really want to see Patrick Mahomes get it done. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is probably going to get MVP. Tom Brady is actually in the running, which is weird. Um, but, yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Awesome. Yeah, and then um, in NBA news, it, it was just the anniversary of Kobe's death. Yep. So uh, let's do a twenty-four. Let's do a two point four second uh, moment of silence. All right, miss you, Kobe. Miss you, Kobe. I thought you were going to say twenty-four seconds. I was ready for it. Yeah, yeah, and I figured that was going to be a little bit excessive. I could have done an eight second. I should have done. Yeah. A, yeah. I should have done a 2.48 second moment of silence. 8.24. I was going to say 8.24. Yes, that makes more sense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and and so obviously, you know, we miss Kobe. Um, He he was becoming like the biggest ambassador to the NBA after his career. Yeah. That like I feel like we've maybe ever even seen. And he was just starting. Mm Mm-hmm. He was only, you know, out of the league for a couple of years, and then he was gone in a really crazy fashion. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, onto other NBA news. There, it, it looks like there will be an All Star game at the beginning of the season. We weren't so sure because they started the season late. You know, typically mm-hmm. they start earlier in the year. They started, you know, right before Christmas this year because of how that last season played out. Um, All Star voting starts now. I want to say they're going to make the team by like february 16th or something like that they're gonna like mm. have all the votes um and the teams are gonna be set and they're thinking of an all-star game in march so that's just uh, a little bit of news there that's pretty recent nice where is it do you know um actually no i don't know but we'll just move past it and i'll just look it up in a second that's pretty much all i got for sports right now 
I was so pissed when it was in Charlotte a couple of years ago because I lived an hour away from Charlotte at the time, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that I was in Charlotte, and I could have got like tickets for something, right? You know, you didn't realize. I did not. Um, I want to say I want to say Leo maybe went to the the rookie game or like mm-hmm. the celebrity game. Mm-hmm. Imagine the That's celebrity awesome. game would probably be fairly cheap to go to. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah I wasn't trying to like fucking ball out or anything. Not, right. not going to the actual game, but. Right. When you live an hour away, and I guess he did. Leo has Leo always lived in Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean, after after college, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, yeah, he was right there. So, like, why the fuck not? Yeah, I mean, that was that was 2019, two seasons ago. Yeah, crazy. So I don't know that they have it set for where it would be this year. I don't think so. Okay, no worries. Yeah. All good. So that's sports. Back to you, Caleb. Sports. Thanks, Clay. Um, video game. So Cyberpunk released a patch, their 1.1 patch that uh breaks the game. It's, it, the patch has a bug that literally makes the game unplayable. It, it so obviously you know more about the game than I do since you've been playing it, but isn't it isn't the deal that it basically disallows you from completing like a pretty like essential mission, like an essential story mission? You have to do something uh, and the guy like can't get on the phone or something. Um, I don't know, actually. So it's the, um, it's the, like, match, patch. It's like the Asian guy that's your, that's your boy. The Asian guy? Yeah. Are you there yet? I got a, I got a, I got a Hispanic guy. That's my boy. What's his name? Uh, Jackie. No, 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 not him. Um, do you always have the same boy if you choose a different? I think so. I'm pretty path. sure that everything's exactly the same after the intro. Interesting interesting um so there's from what i've heard there's a mission where you have to like take a phone call or something like that Uh uh-huh and the bug doesn't allow you to do that and it's like a main story mission so it basically just ends the game the bug like it's absolutely game breaking which is hilarious because it was supposed to be a fix right like they can't they just can't do anything here their fixes are breaking the game right yes that's and yeah it says um it's supposed to trigger a process through the main part of the storyline. Unfortunately, some players are reporting that the call remains silent and it blocks progress of the game. So yeah, basically what you just said. It's ridiculous. Um, I have not played it since they released this patch. I don't know if it's one of the ones that, you know, sometimes games force you to take the update if you mm-hmm. want to play it all. Yep. Um, so I have not uh, verified that I have to take it and I don't really want to risk it at this point. Like, I mean, I could always put the game in and if it says you have to update, I can just pop it out. Um, or just go offline. Yeah. But, uh, I just thought that was pretty fucking funny that even it's hilarious, even though they're trying to fix the already fucked up game, they're just fucking it up even more somehow. Right. That's like perfect humor. I feel like it's not even like irony at this point. It's just like, it's just like hilarious. And like, if it, if it didn't work out like that, if they actually put out a patch that worked, it'd be like, wait, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Are they doing something right? This feels more appropriate. In other video game news, GameStop, GameStop, GameStop game? stock. <laughs> game that's what they should call it, GameStop. I'm sure that's the title of some, some like blog or something out there. Probably. Um, it jumped like 1,700 percent since the beginning of the year, um, because of Reddit apparently. Now I've I've been getting bits and pieces of it here today, so I'm gonna say what I think is happening, and yep. then you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. Okay. Um. 
So Wall Street Bets subreddit, they were discussing GameStop stock or something, and then a bunch of them bought it and rose the price. Is mm-hmm. that basically the gist of it? Yeah, yeah. So they basically artificially rose the stock of GameStop, which is dying just all on its own because people don't get you know physical games anymore like that. And they rip you off. And they you rip do. you the fuck off. Um, I've actually seen. I'll get into it in a second, but I've actually seen some memes where it's like. When you walk into GameStop to return a game, they give you like a hundred bucks now because <laughs> they're just like flush with money. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so a bunch of, so supposedly this Wall Street Bets um, subreddit has like over 2 million users mm-hmm. and a lot of them just went and bought GameStop, st- game, I did it, I just did it, GameStop stock, <laughs> GameStop stock, Um so they basically artificially uh, rose the stock of GameStop, uh, basically just to say that they could do it, essentially. Yeah, which I will say, I, I last I saw, I thought it, it started at like five dollars a share, and now it's up to like one hundred and seventy-three or some shit like that. Dude, it got up to like three hundred something. Uh, I want to oh, say, wow. like is this, he even? Yeah, I want to say like this morning it was like three hundred something. Wow. Um, it went up or initially it went up to like one fifty, and then bumped back down because. I think the first wave like wasn't enough and people were like, nah, nah, nah. And it bumped right back down to like, like 70 or something like that. I want to say it was at like, like $17 or something before this happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the, and then it went right back up to like 140. And then I want to say today it got up to like 300. Um, And what's crazy is that there are like, I don't know a ton about stocks. I've just been kind of reading, you know, up into this just to see what the hell's going on here. And apparently there are people called like, like short sellers who are people who play the stock market, except they buy stocks that they know are going to fail. fail. So like with game, with GameStop, it's like you have some of the people who are just like buying up the stocks to artificially drive the price up. But then you have another large group of people who are short selling it where they basically, they basically like buy the stocks or they like borrow the stocks and then Mm -hmm. sell it at that price and then when it goes yeah back they're borrowing down, they're borrowing against something else and right. so they have to come back and buy it at what they're they're thinking it's going to be that lower price but since right. they've driven the price up they're going to have to buy it at this higher price which right. is why they're pissed right right yeah so it's this like weird back and forth of like all this fake stock shit going on that's actually affecting the market for real um and the nasdaq i saw actually like flagged it like they're not gonna they're not going to honor it because they think of themselves as like a self-regulating company. Um, and they won't, and they need like, they need legitimacy. And that's, that word is in quotes because it's, you know, who's that up to? Um, so they've kind of refused to like honor what's happening here. And then like, I'm, I know that like E-Trade and like Robinhood, the apps, I want to say they shut down at one point because everything was going so crazy with this. Um, so it's it, it's been really weird, and now BlackBerry they're gonna do it with BlackBerry and AMC theaters too. Right, I've heard Nokia as well. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, um, they need to bring back those. You remember those phones that slid out, had the keyboard like underneath. Which one? There's so a few that had that. It, yeah, it just went like this, and the keyboard was down here. The rumor. Yeah, the rumor. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. Yeah, um, I had one of those. So I had I had a rumor back in the day, and you bring those back. Yeah, the blue and black one. I was so mine was mine was gray. I had like the dark gray. Okay. It looked pretty sleek. That thing was sick. Um, so yeah, this is uh, this is a uh, this is weird. I've never really seen something like this, and 
I mean, that's the power of Reddit, apparently. And Elon Musk, Elon Musk got involved. He tweeted about it in that. I want to say that was maybe the spark that drove it all the way up to 300 whenever Probably. he tweeted about it and like supported yeah. it. I do say, I will say I'm upset that I didn't hear about this sooner. Yep. And I w I'm not on that subreddit. And so Neither I would have bought at like five, ten dollars a share, whatever the fuck it was beginning. Now it's at three hundred. Yep. What the fuck? But um the thing the thing about that gets me is uh all the Wall Street guys and they're they're just upset that they that people normal normal people yep. are making money in, yep. in this game because they've been doing this shit for fucking ever since the stock market came into existence right. but now that normal people not rich people not wall street people are, are are doing it and kind of like making their way i guess or or making money that they think is theirs they they want to get all butthurt about it but um yeah i mean these wall street guys you know they i mean they're used to just thinking they have everything figured out they know what the market's going to do they know the trends you know they know how to act when things are going up and down and then reddit comes through and just blows the whole thing up <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that was part of the impetus to do that, which I applaud. Probably them. that was that was yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I will say, are you gonna are you gonna dip your toes into? Because okay, I had Robinhood, and then when the coronavirus came and like when it was still in China, I was like, ah, shit. So I took all my money out of Robinhood, mm -hmm. which was good because I had already made some money. But then that's when the stock market. Like I took it out in like February and then in March, you know, it kind of yep. crashed. Yep. So I took it out just in time, but I haven't put any money back in uh, since then. Are you going to dip your toes into Robinhood or something? Maybe buy some AMC, Nokia, Blackberry stock? Well, I don't know, man. I feel like, I feel like the wave is kind of passed. I feel like that's my thinking too, is like it worked once. I don't know that it's going to work again. I mean, it might, it might work. I don't know, dude. It's hard to say. I might just fuck around and just throw some money at it just to see mm -hmm. what happens. Like just a, a small sum or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, no, I, I can't see AMC maybe because AMC is actually going to be around after the pandemic's over. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, AMC would be know. smart. Yeah. Right. AMC, maybe Nokia, probably fuck. No. Um, <laughs> I feel like I, I don't know what's happening right now. I probably missed the boat on Nokia. Maybe. I don't I didn't even know BlackBerry was still around. Like as a company. Who who still has a BlackBerry? I don't know. Uh businessmen. But like I feel like everybody has an iPhone or a droid. Seventy year old businessmen. That's what it the is. The ones okay. that wear like the really fat ties. It's Drake. He's still putting his Oh, rap, he's still cheating on his freestyles by reading off a of Blackberry. <laughs> Nobody fucking freestyles anymore. Nah. <sighs> Anything else you want to say about stocks or GameStop? You mean GameStop? Yeah, GameStop. Nah, not really. Okay. Moving on to TV. Uh, Skull Island Netflix series coming. Series is coming. It's going to be an anime, and it's going to take place in the same uh, like legendary monster verse with you know uh, Godzilla and the Kong and shit. So mm -hmm. I mean, I'm probably I like anime. I don't yeah. really. I'm not really that big on monster movies. Like I go see them when they come out in the summer because I like the experience of going to the theater. But like I never watch those movies again. Saw Godzilla once. Saw right. I didn't even see Skull Island. I saw the old King Kong once with uh, Jack Black and mm -hmm. fucking Adrian Brody and shit. Yep. Um. But like monster movies, just monster movies like that. Like if it was like a Frankenstein or like a Dracula or something, that's different. But like right. big beast monster movies aren't really my thing. Yeah. These are. I mean, these days they're just like huge money grab movies. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, 
you made a Godzilla movie, you made a sequel to Godzilla, you made a King Kong movie, and then you're like, wait a second, what should we do next? Okay, let's have them fight. Yeah. Um, I will say that the, I will probably, well, when, do we know when Godzilla versus Kong's coming out? Um, I feel like well, I we just, do, we do. I they just had forget. a trailer come out. Right, right. The so trailer they looked, had to have had it in there, right? Trailer actually looked pretty lit to me. Um, that's a movie that I would want to see in theaters just for the spectacle, spectacle of it because March 31st. Okay. So it won't be in theaters or it will, but I'm not going to go. Um, and, uh, so I, I saw the second Godzilla movie in theaters and it was pretty lit. Uh, the only, the only bad parts of that movie are the parts where Godzilla is not on screen, which are kind of a lot, but yeah, are you talking about the one with Aaron Taylor Johnson and Ken Watanabe and no, that's the first one. Brian Cranston There's a second is one? also in it. Yeah, uh, Millie Bobby Brown's in the second one. Oh, didn't see that one. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just a bunch of... It's Godzilla fighting, like, Godzilla characters. Like, Godzilla enemies. Like, Mothra, um, Ghidorah, which is that three-headed dragon. It's pretty, it's pretty lit, honestly. Yeah. I mean... Like I said, I, I'll watch them in the theaters, I guess, not this one in particular. Um, I will probably, I'll probably tune into this Skull Island anime. I mean, that could be pretty cool. I mean, Skull Island's a decent, decent setting. There's a bunch of crazy shit. I mean, Godzilla was fighting dinosaurs, or sorry, King Kong was fighting dinosaurs and shit on Skull Island. So, I'm about yeah. it. Well, that's what they made it for. They made it for you. Netflix animes are decent too. Yeah. No, I, I do not, I do not disagree with that. Have you seen Blood of Zeus? I have not. Have you heard of it? I have not. How about Castlevania? I've heard of that. I have not watched okay, it. Okay, so watch Castlevania. They have two seasons out. It's actually very, very dope. And mm-hmm. then Blood of Zeus is a more recent one by the creators of Castlevania, mm-hmm. um, which is a dude who's Zeus's son. And, you know, it's ancient ancient Greek times. And it, watch all of that. I mean, you'll blaze through them really quickly, and they're, like, sure. very worth it. Good okay. animation, like, really sick fighting. Yeah. I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. Both show. Um, movie news. I only got one thing. Currently, there are no plans to release Black Widow on Disney+. Plus. Now, I just saw this today. We were, weren't we just I, talking about how they were going to do that? Yes, that's why I'm confused, and I wanted to bring it to you mm-hmm. to uh, unconfuse me. So, when we were when we were talking about it, what was it? Was it last week, week before? It was a couple weeks ago. Was it official that it was coming to Disney+, Plus when we were talking about it? I feel like we thought it was. We were pretty confident. What? Let's let's take a look back at our um, what do you call these things? Our outlines here. Um, it was rumored. I I do okay. have rumor here in the outline. Black Widow okay. rumored to premiere in theaters and on Disney Plus Premiere Access. I guess it just like two weeks ago. It just seemed like episode. a given because theaters aren't you know becoming a thing anytime soon, and this right. movie has already been pushed back so far. Right. But I mean, shit, but, we were talking about it. Like we would spend 30 bucks to watch that. I Disney would. Plus. And yeah. I'm thinking, I'm wondering if they think like Mulan is an indicator and that's why they're not uh, planning to release it on Disney plus because maybe not as many people got Mulan, but I, but more people would pay for Black Widow than Mulan. They've, right. got, they've got to know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like they, I feel like they definitely do know that. They probably looked at the stats for Wonder Woman as well when they were making this decision, mm-hmm. um, which I know that that half of the HBO Max subscribers watched Wonder Woman like within mm-hmm. the first week, which mm-hmm. is not insignificant. 
but I don't, I don't know, man. This is, I just want to, I want these fucking movies. Um, <laughs> and I'm not going to get them. And no. we don't know when it's going to come out, right? I want to say it still has the same release date as whatever we said the other day. God, just, can you hear that? Yeah. Okay. My phone's going wild. But like, it's coming out of my computer when it should be coming in the headphones. Like Everything else is coming through the headphones. I don't know what's going on. It's crazy. It's wild. It's um, actually super I'm, distracting. And I should know as somebody who last week was absolutely unfathomably distracted by multiple <laughs> animals running circles around me. Both of them are asleep in my room right now, which is nice. Yeah. Um, Jesus, this release like chunk on Wikipedia for Black Widow is thick. Um, so it's hard for me to find an exact date. Speaking of sleeping animals, um, I just looked back at Cora and she is in the most hilarious position I've ever seen her in. So I'm going to slide back real quick and try to get a secret picture of her. One second. You can keep you can keep going. She won't hear you, I think. Okay. The release date for Black Widow is May seventh, twenty twenty one. I'm whispering for no reason. He can't even hear what I'm saying. And I failed. Ah, uh, she moved. Yep, so I slid back in my chair and it creaked. Her eyes came open, she moved positions, and went back to sleep. But Damn. before that, she was, like, contorted. Her neck was, like, completely, like, backwards, and her body was completely twisted. It looked uncomfortable, but for her, it's probably nothing. Yeah, it looks God, like she, God, she's an cute. exorcist pose or something. Um, yep. The release date is May 7th, so. Okay. Okay, so... May theaters might be a thing in May vaccines. We don't know. I mean, we have a new administration. So do I, but honestly, I don't think theaters are going to open open until 2022. Agreed. I'm glad we're in agreement. Mm -hmm. Maybe Disney should realize that and release black widow on Disney plus there's got, yeah. I mean, obviously there's a reason they'll probably hold this movie out as long as they have to, they'll push it to 2022 if they have to. I mean, there's, I'd be so pissed. There's near a billion dollars at stake. <laughs> I guess. I don't know like, if this is going to be a billion dollar movie, but it's going to get close to it. If not, it's like this movie's already like five years too late. Like black widow's dead. Mm -hmm. I know this is a, prequel or whatever not even like really a prequel well, but like dude i think they're gonna set up i think they're gonna set up the new black widow i mean her her quote-unquote sister or whatever basically sure. becomes black widow in the comics at one point so like and it's gonna tie in what they've said is that it's gonna tie into the other movies like more than we think and like kind of pave the way going forward more than we think too so and i don't really understand that but i'm willing to watch obviously but i just 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 release it well, yeah, just release it. Like, what's so tough about that? Yeah, what's so fucking tough about that? Why is that hard? Bitch. You bitch. Anyway, moving on to our uh, main uh, topics. A WandaVision episode, Trace. Mm-hmm. Now in color. That's the name of the episode. Yep. What would you, uh, uh, if you haven't watched WandaVision, please leave now. Get the Three, hell out. Go two, on, get 
one. All right, what'd you think, Clay? This was a great episode. It was. It moved every so the first two were slow. Not a whole lot happened. You know, we were talking about some little like subtle cracks in the works that were showing, blah, blah, blah. This took yeah. everything and moved it forward a lot. And I feel like we yeah. have a lot better of an idea now of what's actually going on here. Mm-hmm. Um some some pretty tense scenes, like the one with her and Monica um in her house where she kind of yeah. realized, wait, this person is from the outside probably she Mm -hmm. she actually expelled her after that um but we know a little bit more about sword um obviously at the end we saw exactly what was happening outside that bubble Mm -hmm. and we realized that or it it was confirmed that westview is a real town that she's Mm -hmm. basically just taking over Mm -hmm. um yeah and i mean the in the episodes before people were kind of talking about kids a lot especially for the children especially Agnes. Yeah. The whole for the children thing. That was, that was a a big thing, but I feel like Agnes at one point said something about like, it's time to time to start working on some kids or something. She says, she says something about enrolling in schools. Yeah. yeah, Yep. Um, yeah. So, I mean, these kids seem to potentially be, you know, a big plot point here and what's going on is, is Agnes, um, Agatha and she's giving these kids to Mephisto. I don't know. But it was a good episode that moved shit forward, and it was super interesting. I'm excited for the next one. I agree. I agree. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I I have seen a new theory that Mephisto, Mephisto's still on the cards for like being who the the villain is, but also mm-hmm. nightmare because everybody seems like they're in a dreamlike state, right? And and theme and things like that. So I thought that was interesting as well. Yeah. Um, so that's a new uh, addition to our what's the word I'm looking for Our possible, our possible villains. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it was a great episode. We got the children, they were born. Um, and I actually, now that I'm thinking about this, going by inception rules and just like real life, like dreams move slower than, uh, real life. Right. Um, so these kids, they kind of appear out of nowhere from mm-hmm. what we what we see but we're going off of this this world's time right. what if the outside world is moving at an accelerator or a normal rate and we're moving slower because we're in a dream state and that's why the kids look like they appear out of nowhere and why they're growing so fast i just made that one up on my own well uh i'll subscribe to that i don't have a problem with that one um yeah tommy and billy kids from the comics Sure, Wiccan uh, and um, I can't, speed. I can't think. There we go. Yeah, I think it's just speed, which essentially is Quicksilver, aka her Pretty brother. Much. I've seen tons of rumors about Evan Peters, like potentially being involved. Like they're going to bring him in, either as Quicksilver or Speed. I hear yeah, one of I our co-hosts really... in the background. Yeah, that's Boston. Um, I don't know why they would do that. I don't know either. I feel like it would kind of like break continuity a little bit. Right. And I saw that theory too. Like I saw, well, I, cause, um, all right. From number one. So Paul Bettany said that, uh, at the coming in, there's going to be an actor that he was excited to work with that he's never worked with before. And an actor that would surprise people. So people have been speculating who this actor is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've seen Aaron Taylor Johnson, who was Quicksilver in age of Ultron, Evan Peters, and also, uh, Dr. Strange, um, right. Cumberbatch. Right. Um, 
I, I, I'm okay with Aaron Taylor Johnson or Benedict Cumberbatch, but Evan Peters makes zero sense to me because he was Quicksilver in like a totally different universe. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, we're getting into multiverse shit here. I understand that, but like, please don't bring that trashy ass X-Men universe into this beautifully made, right. crafted universe. You know I don't I mean? want to see anyone other than Deadpool. Yes, I will. Yes. No okay. one. No mm -hmm. one. Yeah, everything else about... Okay, X-Men... And X-Men 2 are good. First Class is all right. Days of Future Past is good. Logan, phenomenal. Everything mm -hmm. else is, is shit. 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 Yep. How about X-Men Origins Wolverine? That one's pretty sick. <laughs> that movie sucks ass. That's one. That's maybe the worst superhero. Well, are Green we counting Lantern? Catwoman as a superhero movie? <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd count it. Yeah, that's pretty bad, too. <laughs> <laughs> X-Men Origins Wolverine is in the same category as Catwoman. Catwoman, X-Men Origins Wolverine, and Green Lantern. Those are the worst three superhero movies, I think. I'm still putting Green Lantern above both of those, just just by default. I feel like... They're in the same league. I feel like it's not... I feel like Green, Green Lantern is bad. Don't get me wrong. It's bad. It's a bad movie. Um, I feel like it's just not like as shitty. Those ones are like, why the fuck did they make this movie? Like Catwoman... And X Men Origins Wolverine, whereas X Men, whereas Green Lantern, it's like, yeah, whatever. I get it. They wanted to make a Green Lantern movie. Like, who cares? They just kind of botched it. Oh, they wanted to make a Catwoman movie. I get it. They just botched it. Damn. I'm using your logic against you. Whoa, dude. <laughs> okay, but in Catwoman, literally, she was a completely different person. Uh, they were it, making it, their own story, Clay. Yeah, at least in Green Lantern, he was it. Hal Jordan, and he was a pilot. They just botched and he it. Got the ring they from Sewer. <laughs> Whatever. Um, either yeah, way, we're getting off topic here. Either way, Deadpool went back in time and killed uh, Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern, Ryan Reynolds. So it's fine. That movie doesn't yes, count sorry. anymore. And he killed X Men Origins, Deadpool. So it's it's all fine. Everything Wait, has been he, righted. He fixed. He fixed the con. What he fixed if he the timeline. Fixed the continuity so that they could bring that shitty X Men universe over to the MCU. Damn. What if they bring in uh, X-Men Origins Deadpool instead of real Deadpool? I'd be down. Oh, yeah? That's not no. even Ryan Reynolds. Yes, it is. No. The Wade Wilson we see at the beginning of the movie? Yes. The Deadpool we see at the end of the movie? No. Are you sure? Positive. It's a stuntman who's like made up to look like Ryan Reynolds. None of None of that is Ryan Reynolds. Not even when he's just standing there. Not to my knowledge, no. From what I read, no. I'll fact check that in a second, but like, well, okay, we'll just we'll just go with it because I don't know that it matters for this conversation. No, it matters because I have to know that I'm right. But anyway, um, That's true. Back to you Wandavision. Do I do have to know Wandavision. Yep. Um. So yes, I think I think I just made my own theory with this dream world mm -hmm. moving slower than the real world. Okay. Um, which I like that theory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about, what's the neighbor guy's name? Is his name Herb or something? Herb, yeah. Yeah, so uh, he's definitely malfunctioning, and he almost gave away the entire plot of the show with one comment. Yeah, it's because that? we're all... Well, she's here. They were talking about... So obviously, um, Agnes did not want Monica to be in there, a.k.a. what's her name, Geraldine? Geraldine, yeah. Yeah, Geraldine, yeah. Um, so Agatha or well, Agnes, um, clearly didn't want her there. She was asking a bunch of questions to vision, 
about, you know, what's she doing in there? What's going on? She has no home and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. She just got here. And mm-hmm. then, and then Herb says his whole, yeah, well, she came because we're all, we're all. And what is, what was he going to say? We're all fucking what? Asleep. What do you think? Fake. fake. We're all in an alternate reality caused by you. Wanda. <laughs> well, he was talking to vision. He wasn't talking to Wanda. Yeah, I know. Um, maybe we're all in a dream. Maybe we're all so trapped. Maybe this this episode. I watched a breakdown of it, and I forget like all the different um, instances of this. But this episode had a lot of dream like references. Oh yeah, um, like the giraffes and the butterflies and right, right. Um, and then whenever Monica got expelled from the bubble, she woke up. Like she hit the ground and she woke up. Mm-hmm. And the song that was playing at the end was that daydream Wake believer. Up, yeah yeah and the song is called daydream believer i want to say you are correct yeah so yeah so dreams is definitely part of it Mm -hmm. um i'm just not sure how that plays into her her bubble but we know that she i mean we know that she has like mind control right like she has she has like psychic powers and shit like that but Mm -hmm. we also know that she can alter actual reality so I'm not sure like where we are between the two of those or if they're together. I mean, they're probably playing together, right? Like she's changing yeah, reality. I'd say and... probably a little bit <clears throat> like using her reality warping powers to like make the actual um, uh, sitcom worlds and then using her mind control to make the rest of the town kind of go along. Mm-hmm. Why Herb is... It looks like he's kind of immune to this, I guess. If he knows, if he realizes, and he's about to tell Vision, you know. Um, yeah. But whereas nobody else, everybody else is kind of like going according to plan. Well, it's not. This isn't the first time that someone's malfunctioned before. Like it kind of seems. So Herb, in that conversation between Agnes, him, and Vision, right? Mm-hmm. It, it seems like he just is a person who like kind of knows what's going on, and he's mm-hmm. like, and she's like, "Shut up, Herb! Like you idiot! Don't right. say it." Um, right, right. But before that, it just seemed like he was malfunctioning, right? He was using he was the, sawing the hedge the, clippers yeah, yeah, on the the thing. And we've seen people malfunction before, um, like the woman with the, the glass that she broke in her hand. And that was, sure. I want to say it's the first piece of color that we saw her blood. Um, Second, the we saw the helicopter first. We saw the helicopter first, okay. And, and if you noticed in the black and white episodes, the only color we ever saw was red. Sure. Um, and then as everything... <laughs> turned to color vision was the first thing to turn you know to go into color and he's red and right. and then as everything was being revealed it was like a red like wave that was going over everything mm-hmm. um the stork she poofed it away in a red smoke in a puff of red smoke sure um so a lot of people are, apparently a lot of people think that those are just references to like the devil and things like that obviously her powers are red so it's, that's what, yeah, I'm more of the, it's her powers. Right. Are, are red, right. So, um, Agnes supposedly is wearing like a pendant. She has this like charm on a necklace supposedly. And she had a brooch, uh, in one of the earlier ones. Supposedly mm-hmm. that's like a symbol that refers to Mephisto. Interesting. AKA the devil. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm fine if it's Mephisto. Cause you know, in the comics he, he's like Wanda's children are basically his horcruxes. So that would uh-huh. be a cool storyline. I'm fine if it's nightmare cause we don't, nobody ever really talks about nightmares. So that'd be cool to see. Well, and Mephisto is a moon Knight villain as well. Mm, so, so a good time to the larger, MCU. right. They might be setting Mephisto up as, as some big shit. 
Um, maybe it's Ethan Hawke. Maybe, but didn't he just get cast? Right, right. So he's so probably we wouldn't playing see him. Different. I mean, it's possible we don't even see Mephisto at the end of the 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 season. So I mean, True. it could still be Ethan Hawke. Um, True. Who knows? Um, or they could do a a Thanos where it's like a different actor for right. the beginning, and then they cast their like. Right. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be heavy makeup anyways, right? Probably. You would think. Yeah. Um, although it's it's a little different for Mephisto because he's not as alien as uh, Thanos is, where you can right. like, do that. He's just kind of right. like a red dude, right. so you could still kind of tell. At any rate, um, yes, but I will say when other people are malfunctioning, they're kind of like lost. Like uh, I can't think of the blonde lady's name who you were referencing. Cut I can't her think name. of her name either. She's like, who are you? Where am I? Blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. Herb already knows. You know right. what I mean? Like right. he's more knowledgeable, even though he's like, he was malfunctioning at first. Yes, I, I agree. But like, he seems more knowledgeable than the other people we've seen malfunction. Yeah, he does. Which leads me to believe he might be like, uh, more in the know. Maybe he's a sword agent as well. Or maybe he's, I mean, it seems like him and Agnes kind of know each other. So maybe he's working with her. So, so in one of the breakdown, I watched a couple of different breakdowns, like the, the screen crush one, you know, we, mm-hmm. we've seen those screen crush breakdowns. And there's this other one, this dude on YouTube, the channel's called Heavy Spoilers. I watch um, him as well. Yeah, yeah. So they... Do we just they, have the same subscription list? Probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of them, I forget, it might have even been someone else, but somebody, one of them in one of the breakdowns was speculating that Herb was Mephisto, mm. <laughs> which I, I feel like that seems unlikely. I do too, especially since he was willing to tell Vision what was going on. Right, right. He would, you would think he would want to keep the secret so that, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Which, speaking of Vision, I saw one of the breakdowns was talking about how he's, like, he's the one questioning everything the most, mm-hmm. and it's because he's not human, so, like, Wanda's powers don't really work the same way on him. Hey, um, we actually were just told for the first time exactly what he is. Right, a synthesoid. synthesoid. Yeah, mm-hmm. which which essentially essentially means that he's not necessarily like an android or like a sentient robot. He's an artificial human. Yeah, synth. Yeah, synth synthesized. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I am excited to see where we go now because I mm-hmm. feel like, uh, now that we've broken that Westview kind of bubble right uh, we're we'll gonna start. get a lot of a lot a lot of more a lot of more we're gonna get a lot more um sword yes uh scenes with sword mm-hmm. um especially i've seen one uh, like a picture a still with monica like reaching her hand back into the bubble i've seen that um, too which is interesting so it seems yeah. like we're we're gonna get some more back and forthy and we're about to jump into the 80s which we know i've been nostalgic for um yeah these last yeah. couple days what if they throw in a a um the midnight song just to fuck with everybody and like people who actually lived in the eighties who are watching it. They're like, what the fuck is this song? This doesn't, that would be interesting compute. No, that that would, that would not be a thing. They would only use 80s songs. Um, of course, of course I did. I did like the Brady bunch vibes. Um, and I actually saw, so in the intro of the show, you know, Mm -hmm. they have a bunch of different, like, like styled intros for different, like from different kind of shows and stuff. And in one of them, you know, we have Vision building like a swing set mm-hmm. and it's got two swings and a seesaw. So it was a surprise when the second baby came out, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Vision was building something for two kids. 
Mm, that's interesting. That's just like a detail. I don't know if it really means anything. Um, sure. Most swing sets are two swings, but. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but a seesaw. The seesaw, yeah. One kid can't use a fucking seesaw. You're right. Um, You're right. One of the one of the other things that I that they were talking about in one of the breakdowns is that um, there was a lot of, there were a lot of hexagons in yes, this episode. For the aim the aim vibe. Right, aim vibes, but I mean, also she has hex powers. That's kind of like what her com mm-hmm. her powers in the comics are called. But aim vibes in the beekeeper suit, like they kind of wear beekeeper suits for aim. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that guy had a sh- a sword symbol on his back. He so. did, which <clears throat> excuse me, um, yeah, which I'm. The hexagons, I'm I'm gonna go more with the hex powers for the hexagon yeah, and the too. aim route because, uh, like shield was already infiltrated by Hydra. I don't really want sword to be infiltrated because we know aim is an evil company in the comics. I don't mm-hmm. really want kind of see a rehash of that. You know what I mean with right. aim and um, sword. So yeah. I'm I'm just gonna go with it's just the hex powers thing, the hexagons. Yeah, and and I think that's the way I'm leaning with the red stuff too. Like just everything, like all the red motifs. I think that's yeah, more just to do with her powers than it is, yes. you know, referencing the devil. Um, yes. it, I mean, they could always just throw little de- they could just like throw little explanations in there and be like, yeah, we were actually like trying to go for both, but like whatever. Yeah. No. Um, so I saw, I heard some news, or I saw a tweet today, and this is kind of unrelated, but not. I mean. Not like entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that in Age of Ultron, right? Mm-hmm. So we we got some Ultron talk in in this episode. Um, he was killed by Ultron, wasn't he? That was pretty interesting. It was. And um, so in Age of Ultron, directed by Joss Whedon, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you like him or think he's a, a douche, um, <laughs> we know we know what Ray Fisher thinks about him. But um, we do. R.I.P. Ray, Ray Fisher. Fisher. Come tell us your side. R.I.P. Ray, come on the pod. We'll let you just spit everything. We yeah. at least we at least want to know what happened because you haven't told anybody yet. Not even right. your lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Not even your lawyers or the press or. <laughs> um, come anyway. to us, it's total strangers. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so Joss Whedon in Vision's birth scene, right? You know, he's mm-hmm. in that cradle of life or whatever they called it, um, and he comes out like kind of naked you know, mm-hmm. before he just like materializes some clothes. Joss Whedon, according to um, Paul Bettany, really, quote, really, really, really wanted Vision to have a penis in that scene. <laughs> and so like, whatever, who cares? That's just a detail. It didn't happen. He probably just wanted him to be like Dr. Manhattan or something. That's what um, I was going to say. Dr. Manhattan vibes. Right. So, <laughs> so this was a tweet. And I was reading through the comments because I always read the comments on tweets. They're hilarious. And um, the first tweet was, or the first comment was, um, Wanda, whenever, whenever they decided not to give Vision a penis, and it was that scene from Endgame where she's like, "You took everything from me," <laughs> right? So that's the that's yeah. the first one. And then the first reply to that was, "Yeah." And then Wanda said, Wanda pulled a Thanos and said, "Said fine, I'll do it myself." And got pregnant on the show. <laughs> Twitter, man. No, that's, that's good. Twitter. That was like some teamwork tweeting there. Twitter, dude. Twitter doesn't fail. I mean, really. I don't get on Twitter that much. I get I on like when you send me stuff and like that's basically it. I don't know. I'm on Twitter I a use lot. It more. I'm on Twitter a lot. It's news, sports, and hilarious bullshit. 
That sounds like Reddit. Yeah. That's why I get on Reddit too. <laughs> oh man. Um so <clears throat> excuse me, do it are we gonna see Monica go back into Westview? Yes. And what do we think is going to happen? Like, is Wanda going to expel her again? Or is she going to avoid Wanda? What's, what's, what's her goal? Okay. So, so are we, you and I, are we thinking that, okay, Wanda is obviously putting on this whole illusion, right? But Mm -hmm. are we thinking that there's also something on the inside that's fucking with her? I am not on board with that. I'm on board with maybe somebody is taking advantage of her doing this, but I think she's doing this mostly of her own volition. Mostly of her own volition is what I think. But what about like Agatha, like Mephisto type stuff? Uh, again, I think it's possible that they're taking advantage right. of the situation. Yeah, that's um, what, because that's, that's kind of what I meant. The the thing the thing is, um, <clears throat> Jim, uh, Jimmy is that his name? The agent, Jimmy agent, agent from. Yes. Yeah. He comes on the radio. We hear him say, who's doing this to you? Which right. leads me to think that somebody might be doing this to her. But on the other hand, every time somebody questions this reality or anything, she, she like rewinds time or mm-hmm. like she knows and she's fucking it so that it stays normal, right. which makes me think that it's mostly her doing it on her own. I, I think it's definitely mostly her. Like, I think she's the one who made all of this happen, but I, I hope that in the next episode we learn a little bit more about Agnes and like mm-hmm. what her role is and if she's, you know, if she's Agatha and like, like somebody's in there taking advantage, right? Like they are, right? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I was, what I was getting at with my question. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that sword is going to come in. I think we're going to see Monica come back in. We might see more, I mean, we'll see more sword people come back in, maybe even Darcy for whatever reason. Um, um, actually on that note, I was looking at the IMDB for the next episode and she is on the list. She has not been on the previous lists. Okay. All right. Well, there you have it. So they're going to come in and I think, well, either Wanda, I don't know. God damn it. It's so hard to speculate on like the big overarching like happenings of the show because we have only been given so little. Right. Um, but I think either Wanda's going to turn Wanda's going to just go full evil at some point, which I don't know how likely that is. Um, but I mean, multiverse of madness needs a villain and, um, or sword people are going to come in and they're going to kind of figure out how Wanda's being fucked with from the inside a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I keep going back to this blip per scene or clip from the trailer where vision asks Wanda, I think he says something essentially like, is this your home? And she said, yes. And then he says, then defend it. Mm-hmm. And then they start fighting somebody. Cause like she flies up and starts doing shit, but we don't see who she's fighting, but the trailer is edited to make it look like she's fighting like tanks and sword agents and shit. But right. But she's not. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't right. think that, I think it was just edited that way. I don't think that's who she's actually going to be going after. Right. Guess we'll just have to tune into WandaVision and see. I guess so. Oh, I will say one other theory that I I liked. You know, we keep getting those commercials with the same man and woman. Her parents. Yeah. What about Magneto though? We we don't have mutants. But we will. We will. We will. Um, and I've seen a theory about introducing because somebody I don't remember where I saw this. They were asking the same thing about like 
uh, she's a mutant in the comics. What's going on here? And it was something about like the mind, the mind stone that gave her the powers just kind of unlocked her and, and Pietro's latent mutant gene like, and just kind of like the X gene. Yeah. And yeah. just, um, activated it. And so maybe that's how they're going to bring mutants in or something like that. I've also like, oh, seen, I've also seen theories that the like energy wave that the snap gave off, mm-hmm. um, you know, like mm. covered the entire earth essentially. And, Mm-hmm. And unlock the X gene in a bunch of a bunch of people. That's a good one too. It's ba- it's kind of it's, it's like the same energy, so it'd be like the same kind of deal, right? Which means not everybody. So, which we're spending too much time on this, but that's interesting because like they picked these twins, used the mind stone. But if we're going the, it unlocked the X gene in them. If they would have picked like two other people, nothing might have happened, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Maybe they picked them on purpose. But how did they know they had the X gene? I don't know what Hydra knows. You're right. Me neither. I just know I that wish they we make some damn more good soap. Strucker. Me what too. You you, I just know that they make some damn good soap. <laughs> um, I wish we would have seen more of Strucker too. He was like a he was like a funny character. Yeah, and he was in it for like all of like five minutes, right? Mm-hmm. I'm yep. going to surrender. What? Yep. Anyway, um, anything else? Nope. Awesome. Let's get into the 80s. Two days. Well, if you're listening to this on Thursday, tomorrow. But mm-hmm. uh, two days for me and Clay because this is Wednesday night. Anyway, The Bachelor. All right. So we had another cold open. I don't even remember what it was. I don't, I don't either. I don't, I don't like the cold opens. Um, I think it might have been the, the escort scene. Probably. Um, anyway. Um, so we start. Oh. Eh, I'll save it the email um so we start off and the girls are like well Matt's still like moping about Sarah leaving Mm -hmm. um and then we cut to the girls and of course Victoria's talking a bunch of shit dude not not just Victoria either well sure like MJ actually became somebody I don't like in in this episode and somewhat in the last episode well all the girls are in like going further into this episode, all the girls are getting to the point where I'm like, you guys are being a little dude. They're horrible. This group of girls is terrible. They're horrendous yeah, for no people. reason. They're just terrible people. Yeah. And Not I, all of them. But, Ka- but Katie, exactly. Is the, that's is what the actual say. queen on this show. Yeah. God it's so refreshing to just like Victoria, just talking shit. And Katie just cuts her off. Can you just stop? Like literally she's not right. even here anymore. Um, no, Katie, actually, I will not just stop because I can do whatever the fuck I want. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, why are you still here, Victoria? The producers. Right, right. <laughs> um, but yes, that's what I was getting at. Katie, like, shuts her down. Katie's becoming one of my favorites. She's um, awesome. I, I, I like her at the beginning, my, but she, she is my favorite, hands down. She is your favorite? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily seen... my favorite to win, but she's my favorite no, no, person understand. on the show. We haven't seen a lot of who I thought my favorite was going to be. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I think I might agree with you there. Who did you think your favorite was going to be? Abigail. Dude, they haven't who, showed her at all. Who is also my favorite to win. But they do this sometimes where the people who go She's, far, they they don't show a lot towards the middle when the drama is happening. My favorite to win is actually somebody who just showed up. So, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. So... Uh, what's going to happen? Oh, and so 
they're talking about like, oh, I hope this doesn't fuck up your your group date because they were supposed to go on a group date when Sarah left or whatever. And then they just mm-hmm. kind of cut to the to after the party of the group yeah. date. It's, they don't really have a date. They just kind of have that little after party. Well, thing, we don't was... we don't really know. Sure, I guess what they could have they could have edited it out. Right, they could have had a group uh, a group day date, and it could have just been like a shit show or something. No, I I don't know. They they probably skipped it because they just cut right to the night portion. Like the, yeah, the which party. I thought was interesting because I've never seen them do that before. And not to say right. that it's never happened. I've just never seen it. Same. Um, Except so, actually Claire probably did that a couple of times. Like, no, I'm just going to cancel the group day. And like, whatever, boys, doesn't matter. I just want to see Dale tonight. All right. Um, did we so talk they, about they, Claire and Dale last week? I, I don't think we did, actually. We'll just talk about it quickly at the end of this. Okay. Uh, so the, they have the little after party and the rose goes to Chelsea who I thought was going to go a decent way. Hadn't really seen her a lot up until this point, mm-hmm. but um, I think she's starting to make her mark now. Yeah. I don't think she's going to win, but I think she's going to go a, a, a decent a decent way. Um, I think she'll be around for at least a couple more weeks. I don't necessarily see her as like a top four. No, no, at least top five. Mm, maybe. We'll see. I'm going I'm going top five, top six. Um, So... Back in the hotel, Victoria is like, yo, Katie, let me talk to you. And then she's like, you should give me an apology for being rude and like not letting, like, I'm going to cut me off while I was expressing myself. That's what she said. Yes. Fucking asshole. And then then Katie's got a good line. Go for it. No, say it. Go. Expressing yourself and name calling are not the same thing. Exactly. That should be like on a basic white girl's like arm somewhere, like a tattoo of some sort. Yeah, but in like Chinese. Yes. They Orange thought they, they thought they were getting it. They thought they were getting that in Chinese, but the um, tattoo artist is sick of basic white girls coming in and getting Chinese tattoos, so he just did the word for lettuce. <laughs> Classic. Mm-hmm. Um but yes, so um yeah, yeah, Katie. Or Katie's not having any of Victoria's shit. She's trying to do this whole queen like, you should apologize to me. I deserve this. Like I was expressing myself. Blah blah blah. And then Katie's like, if you're gonna, if you're being a bitch, I'm gonna tell you you're being a bitch. Yep. And then and Victoria tries to pull some. Oh, you think you're so fun with your dildo? And then Katie, I love my dildo. Like, what are you talking about? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> you got it, girl. You're doing it. Yeah. Basically, basically, Katie calls Victoria out in that moment before she says the dildo thing. She calls her out on just like. Your whole shtick is trash. Like, you're the worst person ever. And then all Victoria can come back with is, like, yeah, you think you're, like, so great with your dildo. Like, good luck with that. And then you think you can, like, get an engagement. You think you're ready for engage. Like, Victoria. So I love whenever people, like, call Victoria on her shit and actually put her in situations where she has to talk one-on-one with somebody. Because mm-hmm. she, like, I feel like she breaks. I feel like she's, like, a very flimsy character. And she also isn't very smart. So she can't actually come up with real comebacks. And I love seeing that. Meanwhile, well, Katie is just sub- spitting facts. If you subscribe to Jessica's theory, it's because fucking Victoria's not a real person. She's an actor. Maybe she didn't do enough character research. I don't subscribe to this theory. I think she's just a bitch. I think she is. In a- I, th- we, I mean, we've talked about this before. I think Victoria is definitely acting to some degree. Possibly. Um... But yeah, um, she sucks, and she, <laughs> Chris Harrison, uh, fucked her over in this episode too, which was awesome. You right. remember that? Um, oh yeah, it coming. She's having a one-on-one time with uh, Matt 
expressing mm-hmm. like how what did she say being like knowing that somebody is interested in her or something like that was one of her fears or some shit i don't uh-huh. remember um but then matt's like he's like oh well what can i do to help you and then chris is like hey um can i steal you for a second <laughs> dude when chris walked up um <laughs> immediately my brain was in was just like okay the new girls are coming and this is how chris harrison decided to do it i fucking love it <laughs> literally chris harrison probably can't even stand her but they have she has to be on the show at least for a little bit to spark this shit but now it's it's getting out of hand because we've had like three episodes in a row where it's it's literally just an episode of mean girls and yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's getting really it's getting really like exhausting and it's not good tv it's not entertaining it's just like really horrible people being horrible people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But you, as you said, <clears throat> Chris Harrison gets Matt because the new girls are coming. So first up, we've got Brittany. She comes up with that line, like um, making up for lost time. She makes mm-hmm. out with him. Making, She said to making out for lost time. Oh, she's not as punny as you, though. Fair. I mean, we can't we all get be- Mich- no, I can't. Then we got Michelle. She's a teacher from Minnesota. Minnesota. She's she's my uh, front runner now. I thought that's Already. what you were gonna say. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that impressed, but I'm not Matt. So she's real. She's real. Then we got Ryan, who's a dancer slash choreographer, and we got Kim, who I knew was about to go home that night. Yep. She had no chance. Yep. Catalina, former Miss Puerto Rico. God, that moment between. Fuck God! Fuck Victoria, so yes. much. When that happened, I I said I said out loud. I said, "Oh shit, we would have had to just throw hands if she took my fucking crown Dude, off that, my head." Yeah, and then Miss Puerto Rico was just standing there, like uh, I'm not sure, like what, whatever. That's the grace know. and poise of a Miss Puerto Rico from Miss Universe or where, wherever she was competing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Victoria would have been on the ground if she took if I was a if I was a woman, okay, I'm not a woman beater. If I was a woman and she took my crown off my head, we would have thrown hands. Whoa. <laughs> was that a yawn? Yeah. How cute. <laughs> uh oh oh actually. That, that might have it came out like a yawn, but now she oh, okay, she's fine. What what did you think it was? Well, she may or may not be getting a little... Well, she's on my lap for a reason. She was asleep in her bed this entire time, and then she got mm-hmm. up, and now she's on my lap, so she might be waking up, which uh. which does not bode well for me, but it's cool. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, the new girls come in. Immediately, all the girls, you can tell, they're like, oh, fuck, we don't like this. Like, they're already they, starting. They blow it way out of proportion. Like, they make such a huge deal about it, and then... They fucking are just horrible to the new girls. <laughs> they really are. Like, Which I'm not a fan of them like bringing new people in. You think it was the their their choice though? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm, I'm not right. defending. I'm not defending the girls. I'm saying me as a viewer, I don't like that. But mm-hmm. if I was there, it would not have been a big deal. Like I've already been there longer, so I right. feel like I would have a better chance. You like know you're I mean? on a reality show. This is reality TV. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why this this is such a such a like blindside. Yeah, no, it's it's really just stupid. They are horrible to these new girls, especially fucking Brittany, of course, who gets the the brunt of it with the escort shit, which probably, which very very likely isn't true at all. Right. 
So Anna yeah. now is uh, is another one of my least favorite characters on this show. She's terrible. MJ, yeah, we'll, terrible. Victoria, we'll get there. We'll get God. there. All right. Uh, rose ceremony. We say goodbye to Kayla, Kylie, and Kim. That sounds like Kardashians. Yeah, it does. Well, Kylie and Kim, so. Yeah. Um, I was surprised Kayla, that he picked four of the new five. I I was, too. I thought he was going to send a few more of them home. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought, thought Kayla was going to stay. Yeah. So, so I actually, in my, in my bracket, I actually left her out. Oh, you, you knew she was going home? Mm-hmm. You had a feeling? Mm-hmm. I did. Which, I didn't... How does the bracket work since they added those new people after... No idea. No okay. clue. Cool. No clue. Don't really care too much. Yeah, doesn't matter. We don't no have money, money on this. Then uh, Ben Higgins comes in. Everybody loves Ben Higgins. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the best bachelor ever in like many people's opinions. Okay. And then we have a, a squirrel... Date. I don't know Dude, how to that, describe it. That pumpkin boat thing looked so sketch. I am highly shocked that none of those flipped over. Me too. And I like how at the end of it, they just kind of left Maggie just kind of like out there just chilling. <laughs> like, obviously, they didn't really leave her, but she's yep. like the only one out there. Yep. Not a good kayaker. No. And um, Mari, Mari won that one, right? I feel like she kills these, she kills these like physical obstacle yeah, course she's, things. She's a athletic girl um anna admits to hiding britney's acorn i guess it has their name on it or and something. then they have britney like every girl found theirs except for me i was looking forever like what's the deal i want to know where she hid it like they're like right. you can't really she like everybody wa- she might have just put it like in her costume ah uh, yeah that's what i would have done what are you gonna do hide it in a different part of the pile that's what i'm that's what i was saying like you're all around all these girls it's got to be somewhere right um but then we get the whole she's an escort thing and like she she tells that to Victoria, right? Yep. Because yep. because she um what's the word? She wanted to tell Matt, but she was afraid how it was gonna come off. So she told the person she knew wouldn't care to spread it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Smart smart thinking if you're gonna be mean. Like that that was good thinking. Smart thinking if you're gonna be an absolute horrendous bitch. Sorry, pardon my B. <laughs> um, yeah. This girls suck. And then she comes in and um, kind of apologizes and like admits to telling people that, admits to Brittany that she told people that she might have been an escort. She says it in front of the entire group, though. Yeah. In a way where <laughs> she's like, I just wanted this to be out here. But but it's not something that I would ever really say. It's like, what do you mean you're saying it now? You've already said it multiple <laughs> times. Like, Anna, you suck. And I like how she was like, she kind of threw away her apology. She was like, yeah, I might have told somebody that uh, I thought you were an escort. Sorry for that, by the way. And then she like <laughs> continues like wh- what she was saying. Um, Victoria has a line somewhere in here, which I'm trying to remember because it's what the email pertained to. Um, don't remember, but so Victoria says something and, um, something bitchy, obviously. And then Mm -hmm. the person beside her may or may not laugh. And Jess and I did probably MJ. No, Jess and I did some sleuthing. The person beside her is Abigail. So Jessica's email is saying that the producers, whoever's editing this 
made sure not to show Abigail laughing because she goes far and they want mm. people to like her. Interesting. I ride hard for Abigail and I will say, yes, maybe she laughed. All you see when Victoria says her bitchy line and laughs, which I can't remember what she says, all you see is um, a shoulder kind of like come up, which could be a laugh huh? or it could be like a, oh, that bitch just said that, you know, like, um, okay. So I have not subscribed all the way to Jessica's theory. Jessica is hardcore on Abigail laughed. They edited it out because they want people to like her because she goes far, which I understand the logic in that. I just, I don't, I don't know. So in all of this, where does Mephisto come into play? So Mephisto is actually the one mind controlling all the girls to be such bitches because okay. he feeds off the negative energy. Absolutely. God, I'm glad there's an explanation for this because it's hard for me to believe that an entire group of girls could be this horrible. No, An entire they, group they, minus one. Yes, they hate the new girls so bad. We got sp spreading escort rumors and just like talking about how much they hate them. And, and then we've got another heroic moment from Katie. Um, I think that's after the one-on-one. -on -one. There's another yes, group it is. first. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yes, but we do coming. Stay tuned. Um, so Michelle gets the one-on-one. -on -one, who's a new girl. This fans the flames of the old OGs um, being, pissed at the new girls for no reason Dude. because some of them haven't had dates and they've been here for three weeks yada 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 another another shitty mj moment in this episode she's like like i deserve that date more than that girl it's like you don't deserve shit matt's gonna take on a date who he wants to take on a date if you're not getting the date it's because he doesn't like you as much as he thinks he's gonna like this girl like you don't deserve a date what are you talking about <laughs> i will say mj looks like somebody who would like cut a bitch I think so too. Like I can see it. I would if but I she's was a girl, like spiritual. I might though. be a little scared of her. But she's like spiritual though. She's one of those spiritual girls who's still not afraid to like take you to the dirt. Okay. I can see I it. I think. I mean I don't she know. She has her, like but... a mean face. Yeah, she's got like that vibe. Like she don't she don't take shit, but she'll like and like she'll like get in other people's shit just to like shut shit down or something. I don't know. She doesn't take just... shit, but she definitely will start shit for no reason <laughs> or go along with shit that has been started, whether it's viable or not. <laughs> but as soon as you say something to her, that's when the knife comes out. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, obviously Michelle gets a rose because um, mm -hmm. she's Clay's front runner now. Um, and then we get another group date, which they missed the opportunity to put Victoria on this date so she could get punched. Like, what were they thinking? Dude. Okay. So weren't we already talking about this, that she's the biggest girl on the show? You, you, you were discussing this. Yes. Okay. So maybe they didn't want to give Victoria because I mean, odds are that the she would hand. just get caught. Do what? Yeah. yeah. I said the upper hand. <laughs> yeah. The heavy hand. Um, <laughs> Odds are that she would get punched in the face and it would be hilarious and super satisfying. But mm -hmm. her being the the physically the largest girl on the show, you never know. What if she's matched up against uh I forget yeah. who was on the date, but what if they match her up with Serena P and she just it drops her? Katie Piper, Serena P, Rachel Kitt, Chelsea, Jacinya, Lauren, Serena C, and MJ. Yeah, what if they what if Victoria gets matched up against Serena P, who we know what she lacks in size, she makes up for in whatever Matt said. Um, she's tiny. Victoria's huge, so that wouldn't. You would think they would make the matchups kind of even. You never know. It seems like there's no rules to a lot of the games that they play. 
Yeah. And these girls, these girls were, I loved how as soon as they um, read the day card, it was like, let's fight for love or something like that. And mm-hmm. all the girls were just like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Because they've been put through the ringer by these people. <laughs> they've been beat up on every single episode so far. Yeah, no, they, they're not. I love it because punches. they're terrible people. Um, yeah, so yes, we have fights and then I don't remember which fight they thought was getting like a little too physical. Like somebody quit at one point. I don't know. They were being, a didn't bunch they of call pieces. it early? Yeah, they did. Yeah. I was a little upset. I was like, these are the worst fights I've ever seen. I don't think Matt, I don't think Matt like knew that some of the girls were going to like kind of get hurt. Like how hurt could you get? You got these big ass helmets on You're. I'm sure they're not fucking following um, through on their punches. Wait a second. I'm thinking of one fight where one girl just kind of beat the shit out of another. Did Katie beat a girl's ass? No, Katie said something about she needed to get some anger out. I mean, she did win her fight, but I don't know that it was like a like beating somebody's ass. Oh, yeah, no, it was Katie. It was Katie. It was. So she kind of like, who did she fight? Serena P? Um, I feel like she wouldn't do that to Serena P. Serena P is not as horrible as the rest Serena... of Serena... No, Katie pummeling the crap out of Jacinia. Okay, yes. Wait, are you reading something about it? Yes. Because she whooped whooped her ass. Like, she was was just constantly just boom, 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 straight jabs to her face, like, over and over and over and over again. She did say she had some anger that she needed to get out, and she apologized in advance. (laughs) At least she said sorry in advance. Um, But, yeah, Serena C got whiplash, apparently. Um I don't know. It was just a mess. Um, Who got the date rose on this one? I believe. Back and blah, blah, blah. I don't remember. Don't don't care. Not important. The important part comes after this Mm -hmm. when Katie comes up to Matt and she's talking about how all these women are toxic and they're like just not being nice. And it's like a bully bully party. Like they're all just bullying people. And she. She does a good job. She doesn't name any names. Right. She just leaves it kind of general, yeah. which is smart. And she, I liked how she framed it. Like, look, like this has been going on for kind of a long time now. And like, I think that it would mean a lot more coming from you stepping in and potentially saying something about it than, than me where, you know, I've tried to just like be the voice of reason a couple of times. I think Katie just like is on her shit. Like she handles shit very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really know what to think about her in the first like couple episodes when she just kind of seemed like this, like, you Silly, know, fun. party girl, like fuck around, yeah. whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But this girl's real and she like gets shit done and she has actual human emotions and like empathy where the vast majority of these girls don't have a shred of empathy in them. Literally, um, even after, even after it was established that it was a family issue that sent Sarah home, obviously the bullying fucking helped too. Um, we've got MJ like, in this episode, like, oh, the second things get tough, you're going to leave. Like, that's why you shouldn't have been on the show in the first place. That was in that moment, like, right before Katie stepped in and was like, can we just stop? Like, she's gone. Literally, yeah. MJ was saying that, and Victoria was saying things like that. It's like, y'all literally don't have a shred of empathy in your bodies. Like, we were ju- you were already told that it was a serious family matter. That was one of the main reasons she went home. And you're still just sitting here talking about how she's a pussy. <laughs> Which Jessica listens to chicks in the office and they do like a way deeper deep dive breakdown into bachelor stuff than we do. Mm -hmm. And she was telling me that 
Sarah might be a fraud. Yeah. No. Apparently, she doesn't live with her dad. She is a model, like, trying to be an influencer. And usually when they get agents like that, the agents tell them to go on The Bachelor to, like, boost their um, following and whatnot. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, I'll have to get her when she comes home to uh, explain the whole thing to me, and I'll tell you about it next week or something. But uh, uh, the the point is that she's she, a really she good crier then. Well, I mean, her dad probably is still sick, but she's not taking care of him. Like she led Matt to believe. Yeah, but I mean, if her dad has ALS, then it's still pretty serious. Not serious enough for her to be taking care of him like she said. The point is she's alive. Is this confirmed? I don't know. I have to ask Jess. The point The point of this speculation is that she's alive. Jess, Jess do me a favor. Write in an email explaining that whole Sarah thing for me, and I will read the email next week, okay? Verbatim. Do that for me. Thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. Goodbye. Um, yeah, we need to get to the bottom of this, like Matt said at the end of this episode. Right. He says that a lot, and then he doesn't get to the bottom of the shit. The first time with uh, Victoria and what's her name? What, what Mary. Mary. Uh, Marilyn. Marianne. Mary, Marianne. Marilyn. Marion. Marion. I think it was Marilyn. Marilyn. Yeah. Marilyn. 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 Maryland. Yeah, his his version of getting to the bottom of it was fast tracking the rose ceremony and sending the girl home who had been gaslighted by Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> you really can't, you really can't fucking killed that one, Matt. Right, and then I, and then, then at the, the foot uh, down at the beginning of the episode when Victoria and Katie have their little conversation, and then excuse me, and then um, Victoria says something about getting Katie to go home or whatever. Jessica was like. If Victoria gets one more person sent home, then she lost all faith in Matt, which I really don't have that much faith in Matt anyway. He, I don't I mean, really I, I don't really either, but I agree with I get with it. Jessica. He's new, but like, come on, man. Like, you, you got to see what's going on. You're not that fucking oblivious. Right. Maybe he is. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he, I mean, like, Pilot Pete was very ill-equipped to deal with anything that remotely resembled drama between the women. Mm-hmm. Matt mm-hmm. might be similar. Maybe. At any rate, I'm not like Matt is not moving up in my ranks of favorite bachelors or anything. Right. Not not really a fan. Yeah. There's there's I feel like he's like a very simple dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. It almost just seems like he's kind of going through the motions of what the producers are telling him to do. And but and that yes, I agree. And he's not even that um, charismatic. No, he's not. He he honestly is like a little boring to me. Yeah. Every once in a while, he'll say something where I'm like, okay, okay, Matt, you got a little something in there. Um, I did like the hiccup scene. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good scene. That was good. Um, yeah. And I mean, that's basically the episode. We didn't get a rose ceremony at the end. Um, nope. I will say, what was the I, what was the after credit? Oh, him dancing. In the- Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> what was he doing? What? What? It looked like he was like mixing TikTok dances with seizures. I don't know what was happening, but it was not it was that, not good. Dude, that was awful and he went on for a long time too. He did with no music, nothing. And then, <laughs> and then Maggie's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, that was good." And then she like looks down at the camera or something just like <laughs> That was hilarious. Dude. It was so that guy, cringy. That guy and, cannot dance and he seemed he seemed to maybe think that he had like a little something going on while he was doing it. 
Well, he yes, he did. I like, but he, I think he knows because at the beginning he said this is a judgment free zone, mm-hmm. and because he knows he was about to. But do then some he fucking, fucking just went at it. <laughs> he did. I will give it. I will give him that. He went a hundred and ten percent. He did not. Yeah. He did not pull any any punches. I mean, speaking of Pilot Pete, imagine what he would have done in that scenario. Oh, that would God, have. I'd... I don't even know what would have happened. It would have been worse somehow, though. Probably. Probably. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to see if Matt actually does get to the bottom of this whole mean girl toxicity house, toxic house thing. Um, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. I, I do know, aren't we getting at least one more girl coming in? Yeah. Never been kiss girl. Yeah. So I wonder if that's going to be next week. It's gotta be right. You Why is she separate though? There must be something, know. must be some history there. Maybe she came later. So her COVID quarantine hadn't ended yet. I don't know. Maybe. Um, which reminds me, she was on Colton's season, and uh, obviously Colton was a big virgin. She was a big virgin, and um, Colton ended up with uh, what's her name, the blonde girl. Mm-hmm. I forget her name, but she oh, Cassie, and she was yep. Cassie was great. Uh, I learned yesterday that Col- Cassie had filed a restraining order against Colton, and he had been yep. stalking her, like yep. sending her texts from unknown numbers, like sketchy shit. Like following her around and stuff. Very weird. Very weird. Jeez. And then Claire and Dale broke up. Big shock. Oh, yes. Yeah. Not shock. I do like how Dale made this post and said, like, we've agreed mutually to go our separate ways. Yada, yada, yada. (laughs) Then Claire was like, I learned of us going our separate ways at the same time you did. (laughs) I was like, holy shit. Then Dale obviously deleted that post. But, um, yeah, that was interesting. I don't know why he thought that would be a good idea. Like, like he, I don't know why he thought she wouldn't call him out because Claire has no issue like being right. like in the like telling shit like it is yep. or whatever. Um, so I don't know why he thought that was a good idea. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think there's a, a human being on earth that's surprised that they're no longer together, that they only oh, lasted yeah. a couple months. No, I mean, literally, he put his head in his hands when Chris Harrison sat him down and was like. Hey, look, buddy. Whether you like it or not, you're proposing to this girl right now. <laughs> he was like, he said, oh, <laughs> "All right, let's do it." I guess. Yeah, there are no Zach and Tasha. No, 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 no. Give her that. What did I say? That crack. That Zach. Zach pipe. Yeah. That Zach pipe. <laughs> Instead of a crack pipe. And um, I did see recently. So Zach and Tasha, they did this 5K together, which mm-hmm. I had seen pictures of it before. I didn't realize until yesterday that uh, Dr. Joe was with them. Oh. Yeah, he ran the 5K with them. Nice. Yeah, and they were taking pictures together afterwards. So Dr. Joe, just a good guy. Um, everybody's on good terms. So That's good. That's good. All is like well in Tasha and Zach world, as it should be, because she rocks. She's potentially sucks. the GOAT bachelorette. I, I, I put her up there. I, her and Rachel, they're like up there for me. Becca's up there for me, too. I like JoJo. JoJo's solid. All right. Um. Anything else? No. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. All right. I'm Caleb. That's Clay. We're the Masters of the Cultureverse. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at masters.cultureverse. Send us an email asking us questions. You want us to discuss something, send us an email. You want us to ask each other a question, send us an email. If you want to say happy birthday to somebody, send us an email at masters.cultureverse at gmail.com. Give us some emails, please. I love reading. I would love to read emails from you. We also, I mean, there's also an Instagram you could DM. Doesn't yeah, have to just yeah. be emails. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I stress the emails, but yes, you can DM us on Instagram at masters.cultureverse. Thank you, Clay. Um, Apple Apple Podcast. Give us five stars. Give us a review, please. Thank you. It really uh, it helps 
um, every little bit counts. So if you think, oh, my vote's not going to count, it's not true. Your vote always counts. So vote. Give us five stars. I know that's not really voting, but I, I said it anyway. Anyway, we'll be back next week. Bye. Big addition, I can go.